Dean joins us now. G'day, Dean. Good morning to you. What a weekend it is. Good morning, Gareth. Yeah, this is uh, this is sporting and racing heaven, isn't it? AFL Grand Final, NRL Grand Final, uh, four Group One races. Um, it doesn't get much better than that. It doesn't. And and for the racing fans and a lot of our listeners here, they they enjoy the the horses, of course. That's why they listen to this show, but. They enjoy listening to our, our our sporting podcasts and the AFL and the NRL market. So, like a lot of people will be mixing up their their footy and NRL multis or bets there with their best bet in the in the, in the horses. So, it's just a terrific weekend for our sporting fans. And we might start off with the Moya, which is the first of the Group Ones over the weekend. It's race seven at Mooney Valley. Rothfire's at seven fifty. Uncommon James at four eighty. Generation at thirty to one. Imperatrix at a dollar sixty, and as Fura is out to seven dollars now for tonight's Group One. It's over the thousand meters. How do you read this race here, Dean? Yeah, look, uh, always a strong race, and we've had some, some big winners in recent times. Nature Strip, Buffering, Extreme Choice, Sue Rand, Cool and Gatter. So it's a it's a good horses race. Uh, five of the winners have been uh, first up in the last eight years. Um, the other three came out of the McEwen. Um, you know, there's a wide range of ages, genders, and barriers. Um, six of the winners' career starts under 18. They usually either come from a thousand meter or a 1200 meter run. Um, seven of the eight prize money earns over a million dollars, so it's usually the class horse that wins. Uh, and also, the runners with sort of the highest prize money index sort of ranking. So, um, you know, interesting from a profile and perspective. Also, that six of the winners of the past eight were a previous Group One winner over either 1100 or 1200. Um, I've narrowed this down to two. You know, the obvious is, is Imperatrice, who was so impressive, and McEwen, you know, multiple Group One winner. Um, he'd won the William Reed to start before. Uh, but, you know, she had a really, really good that race shape, really sort of helped her first up. Uh, she might not quite be as fresh second up here over the 1,000 metres. Um, and will she get the ideal race shape again? I think, you know, that are the only questions. I think the, the one I'm really keen on is, is Uncommon James. He just he perfectly fits the profile of the winner of this race, all that sort of historical background of a winner, he basically ticks in every single box. You know, he won the Oakley Plate last prep. He was second in the Galaxy. He comes into this first up. He was very good winning a Doombin trial. He ran plus 6.4 the last 600, plus 10.2. Uh, the last 600 was the third quickest of the 113 trials in the day. He was under no pressure. Um, he just he sort of maps really nicely for me here. He got some good sort of early speed, like the zoo style and Aquamantula will go really quick. Um, Mass Flora uh, will sort of push forward. Um, I think Generation Rothfire might sit off them, but I can see Uncommon James trying to slot in there and, and possibly getting a 1-1. Um, but he can even sit three pairs back if he wants to. Um, this is Imperatrice and Inferno will get a fair way back. So I think they'll all get their chance. I think the track's going to swoop. Um, and I quite like Uncommon James to, to knock off uh, Imperatrice. Yeah, I think that, that as we are having a chat to Mark Walker and Robbie Heathcote there yesterday on getting up Stable Mail, their biggest challenge is to get these horses to sprint again over a thousand meters after such a fast run thousand meters for them first up and a track record time there in the McEwen. So whether they've been able and both horses are better over 1200 meters, I think that's a, a fact that you can't really dispute. So it'll be interesting. Exactly. To see, yeah. How, how they go, if they can keep the spring in their step, um, over a thousand meters, I, I'm with you on common James. I think it's fur has got a big chance. If, I think she's got Group One quality over a thousand and eleven hundred meters this mare, and this is her chance to to strike. I think from um, in a winnable 
Winnable Moyer, she's at $7 as well with Bet365. We go to Rose Ranwick, I should say, on a Saturday. It's their big day there with three Group 1s and the Premier Stakes, which is at Group 2 level. But the first of the Group 1s is race number six, and it is for the Phillies. It's the, of course, the Daly Flight Stakes. Tis Invincible's got a wide gate this time to contend with at 270 with Bet365. Kamachi at six, Tropical Squall at $7. And then Molly Nickens, the Victorians, had good backing. She's into 650 now. And then Tata Levita, Chris Waller on his social media platforms, gave this filly a good push there late in the a uh, couple of days ago, around $9. And then Unique Ambition at $10. Who wins the flight stakes, Dino? Uh, look at the last 12 years, nine of the winners, third or fourth up. Uh, the last 11 winners have all been off the T-Rose. So... Uh, that's usually the place to, to find a winner. Seven of the last 10 years, the winners were in the top three on the turn, so they're usually reasonably handy. The map's got, you know, Tropical Squall leading them pretty easily here. Um, should get a, a pretty simple lead. Tis Invincible, I've got nothing pretty easily to come across. Um, I don't think they're going to have too much trouble from that wide gate to get across because they've only got Kamachi and Miss Jolene that have much uh, speed, and then the rest of them tend to get back. Uh, you know, Tis Invincible... Um, has been pretty incredible in all three of her starts. She's just flying the stretch. She's on really good sectionals, winning all the three assignments so far. Her, her, her sort of closing, uh, you know, sectionals have been uh, her best. Um, and I, I certainly think that, that she's the one to beat. Um, but I thought the, the two best runs coming out of the T-Rose were the horse that you mentioned, Tuta Levita, um, you know, ran plus 4.3 the last 600 metres. Um, and the T-Rose, that was the quickest of the race. Um, and, and she's just a filly that really looks like she can settle a bit closer here. Uh, you know, Joe Marrera's um, obviously a very, very positive booking, uh, drawn better here. Uh, I absolutely think that, that she can win. Um, and, and the other one that I think is a bit of a, a smoky is, is Unique Ambition. Blinkers on first time, just never got a run uh, in the T-Rose at all. Uh, and James McDonald um, hops aboard for this run, so it's another very positive uh, rider change. Um, so I think there's a race to play, uh, you know, in one sense, it's invincible, it's very, very hard to beat, but I'm I'm actually leaning towards backing Tuta Levita, um, you know, quite strongly and, and Unique Ambition and just and saving on Tis Invincible because I think it's a, a race in three. So Unique Ambition 10, Tuta Levita 9 and Tis Invincible at 270 in the flight stakes. Then we move to the famous handicap over a mile, the Epsom. We've got the Inevitable at $7.00. Then we go to Converge at 15, Golden Mile at 23, Hope in Your Heart, Fighting Now, the Tasmanian Favoritism once again at 750, Cova Leaker at $9, Nugget has been up and down in betting, back out to $9. And then we go to Democracy Manifest at $15, Rendonneur at $15, Waterford at $15, and then the rest are at a big price here. Who wins the Epsom, mate, in a wide-open affair? Alenti, I should say, is at $26 as well down the bottom there. You're right about it being a wide-open affair. The, the last 12 years, uh, eight winners third up, only one winner second up. Um, and there's quite a lot of horses coming here second up that are in the market. And so, um, you know, that's interesting because I usually just rule the line through them. Um, the other interesting thing is, is in every year where the field's been 13 or more runners, which is certainly going to be the case this year, all of the winners have drawn barrier 10 or worse. So drawing inside on this big round of miles actually uh, usually a negative in the, in the big fields. Um, the four-year-olds have a great record with, with seven wins, um, and Chris Wallace certainly got a very good record in this race as well. Um, 
this was tough. I, I was really keen on Osipenko. I thought they were going to go here, and I thought it was going to be a, a chips in type game. Osipenko, and they didn't go. Then I was very clean on Pericles. It scratched. Um, and there's talk that they're going to scratch Waterford because of the gate, too. I actually thought Waterford was a huge chance here uh, with Zach Lloyd aboard. Um, it was a really strong finish last start, and Shannon ran plus 11.7 the last time. 800 metres, which was the quickest of 108 on the day. He's a lightweight. He's got a top jockey on board. Um, I'd be all over. And the only query I've got, really, with the runner is, is all of the good runs in Australia have been at Rose Hill. And he's, he's sort of been a bit plain both times he's run at Randwick. Um, that's the only negative I've got for him. But I was keen on Waterford, but I'm still not even sure if they're going to run. Uh, Kovalika, I think, in a derby winner as a three-year-old, and third in the Doomman Cup. It was disappointing first up. I thought the track was firm, sort of 1,300. I think the mile at Randall would suit him a lot uh, better here. And again, you know, you get the big positive rider change with, with Joe Maria on board. Uh, so I quite like Cove Lika. And I thought the smoking might be Duke to Stacer. And yes. here, it's just, it was, you know, it's just so well back in the Doncaster last prep. He's only beaten three and a half lengths. I'm, I'm wondering whether he wants more rain, um, whether he's as effective on a, on a dry track. Um, probably remains to be seen over here, but I, I just I think he's a horse with big ability, and you know he, he drops right down the weights here. So there's a few chances in the Epsom this year. What about the Metrop? Because it's a different ball game here. We've got Major Bill, the Derby winner at nineteen dollars, has had some support in the last twenty four hours. Benno at nine dollars, um, and he's the only other horse under double figures, along with Mister Waterfield, who Waterville, Mister Waterville's had really good backing into seven fifty now. But just finds an odds-on favourite, would you believe? Third up in this country for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Pot into a dollar eighty-five. Rachel King takes the ride at fifty kilos with this galloper. Is he immoral in a in a metrop? This former European galloper owned by King Charles. Oh, look, was formerly owned by King Charles. Now with a group of owners um, with my racehorse, so they are having the ride of their lives at the moment with this horse. They are, and the wraps are huge on them. I just, um, I, I cannot take a dollar seventy, you know, you know, Group One, twenty four hundred meter race here. Um, I need to see him do it first. He, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't won over that trip um, overseas, um, and, and he's been very brilliant here. And he wins both at a mile and two thousand meters. So I sort of have to bet around him. The horse that I just, I, I don't get the price at all is, is Military Mission uh, from the same stable. Zach Lloyd, again, who I just think is he's going to be the next absolute superstar rider. He's going to ride plenty of Group 1 winners, and, and um, I think now is the time to back him. But he, uh, military admission, two starts back, was you know, caught, caught three wide the whole way in the Premier's Cup. Only, uh, you know, ran second, only beaten a length. And then, um, you know, again, he was sort of wide uh, in the Newcastle Cup, ran really strongly down the outside, ran the best sort of closing sectionals and won that race, which is usually a good lead up to the Metrop, I just I can't quite understand how the source is, is forty one dollars. Um, I think it's a really really good each way chance, a military mission, and a, a really good bet. Um, the Major Beal, um, back in the Derby, about fifty to one last prep. He was second in the Chelmsford first up. Um, he wasn't beat too far last start. You know, ran in that sort of hot speed. It probably didn't suit him, and I think the tempo will be, um, you know, a bit more suitable for him here. Would have preferred a wetter track, but I think he's in the race. Um, Possibly, you know, one down the sort of bottom there, like like with the lightweight and, and trained by Kerry Mara's future history, who, who gets up to 2,400 for the first time. Uh, he's been running sort of consistently well, and I think he's just the, the type of horse that could prove a lot. But um, but I do I, I do find the price of military mission uh, quite outstanding, uh, quite astounding.
So military mission around twenty or thirty four dollars there with bet three six five major bill. Um, you're getting nineteen dollars, and then the future history for Ma Eustace and Dean Yendel at around nineteen dollars. You have a tip in the football grand finals there, Dean. Before we let you leave, um, I don't follow the AFL as closely, but the Lions need to be coming right at the, at the right time. Um, but you know, in the footy, I just, the NRL, it's just what a game. You know, Penrith and uh, Brisbane have been so dominant for so long, and um, you know, throughout the season, that's just going to be a cracker final. I think you know, Penrith have won the last couple of years have been impressive, but like this, this Penrith outfit's probably the first year where teams really look like they can actually beat them. I think Canberra and Parramatta were, you know, they, they weren't the, the sort of best teams in that year that they made the final. The Broncos have been unbelievable. They went against the Warriors, it was really impressive, and I, I actually think uh, I think the Broncos can beat the Panthers. Yeah, go the Broncos. It'd be great to see Brisbane have the big double this weekend. The Lions into the mm. Broncos. Great work, Dean. Enjoy Epsom Day. Enjoy Moy Stakes Night tonight at Mooney Valley and have a wonderful weekend, mate. Cheers, Gareth. Thank you.